0: Today on Gospel Unscripted, it seems like his main point is, is that it's right to care for others, even if it happens on a day of rest, when we think we can't be bothered.
1: Hello. Happy Advent season. We just want to welcome you to Gospel Unscripted today. We are here to encourage you and to pray for you and to read through the gospel with
2: you. So what we want to do today is make connections, observations, ask questions, all in an unscripted manner. We just want to join with you in pursuing the heart of Jesus and just learn about God's plan to give all of us a future and a hope. So let's get started. Let's get
1: started. God, thank you for (laughs) your blessings. Thank you for being Lord of our life. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your kingdom. Just pray that we can pour out your love and and your goodness, Lord, that others might receive it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. You know, you you hear this story a lot in your life, but I didn't realize that the whole chapter was really devoted to that. It's not just a few verses.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's one of the few chapters that is... Just on one story, you know, mm-hmm. because often you have like several stories in one chapter. Yeah. And I know the yeah. chapters were put in later, but still. Right. It's interesting to me that that much space was devoted to this story. Like that tells right. me that it really caught the attention and I feel like, you know, kind of covers some main themes in John or some things that keep popping up. Well, it's it's every
2: Christian story. As, as I was listening yesterday and reading again today, mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is. This is amazing grace come to life. You highlighted the fact that Jesus sent him before he had his sight. He was sent to the pool, right? Wasn't that the order of yeah. events?
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and I'm like, I once was lost, I'd be lost if I didn't have my sight and it was a crowded place, mm. you know. I once was lost but now I'm found, was blind but now I see. And you're talking about the the creation power that God that Jesus mm. used. Anyway, I was just thinking about the intricacies of the eye, you know, and how Mm. the eye scientifically hooks into the brain and how sensitive all of that is and Mm. looking at it from a 21st century point of view to go from blindness to sight Mm. like that. I mean, there's just no denying the miracle. There's no denying it.
0: And I really liked the point that Jenny made about how, you know, when you think of someone being healed, you're thinking that they're restored back to their original state, which Mm -hmm. I mean, we're designed to see, but this man never did. And so it was, you know, kind of that creative miracle of being restored even better than what he started as.
2: The verse that came to mind as I was listening to that was, any man in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come because mm-hmm. he's better than he was before, mm, you know? Right. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's new and improved. I mean, it absolutely is improved. Yeah. It's not just a restoration. It's this exciting new, new thing, right? Yeah, which is yeah. what happens in the life of the believer, right? We're not just yeah. put back to factory standards, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. This more special, more exciting, more you know, it's a deeper, wider, more Mm. wondrous creation that, that God works in us. I just, I love, Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that.
1: In chapter nine, verse four, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. But we never talked about like what those works are. What those works are. Earlier in John, there's several different chapters that actually talk about the works. And in chapter six, Jesus feeds the 5,000, and then he's talking about being the bread of life. And in verse 27, he says, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the son of man will give to you for on him, God, the father has set his seal. Then they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. It seems like the point of the works is to, for people to believe. And then in chapter 5, 36, he's, you know, we're talking about the witnesses and the, the testimony of Jesus. Jesus says, But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John for the works that the father has given me to accomplish the very works that I am doing bear witness about me that the father has sent me which Mm. echoes what he says in chapter six and then you know even in chapter four he's talking about the works I think it's verse
0: 34 my food said Jesus is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work you well know? and it's not works
2: that save you you know i don't think that's what they're saying here either yeah it's talking about that...
1: jesus showing the works jesus's specific works to identify who he is that he was right. sent from god there there's sp- special works so well, and <laughs> we have work
2: too though i right. mean we are we are just like jesus was sent and just like that man was sent The blind man was sent to the pool of Siloam, however you say that we Mm -hmm. are sent to tell others what, you know, this, this good news. I mean, it's, it's all tied into mission. It's all tied into purpose. And all of that goes Uh into our commission, our being sent in Matthew 28, 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and the Holy spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you and behold, and with you always to the end of the age. So mm-hmm. I I just, I love how it all dovetails together. I mean, it's the great commission.
0: And how commission is the word that you used. I thought that was really good. That it's yeah. so purpose.
2: Well, I think when we are on mission, we know that. We feel that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think that there's times in my life when I've been off mission. Uh Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not even intentionally being off mission, off mission, but you know, yeah.
0: But I think when we're being, when we're living more on mission or intentional, we have our, our spiritual eyes kind of like looking around a little bit more, paying attention, noticing things more than Mm -hmm. what you typically would. That's what I think, at least when I know I am living more purposeful and yeah, like it's like where God might be at work. I can take so, my kids to
1: the park and just get through the hour and a half, or I can take my yeah. kids with that mission, with my spiritual eyes open, seeing you know how can I pour into others, how can I mm. seek someone to share God's love with, you know.
2: The well, other thing that I was thinking was that how that verse said, "Night is coming when no one can work." While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So Jesus is obviously the light of the world. He's doing God's work while he is here. We also have a lot of time on this planet to do the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it is not like when our final night comes, then our time is done. Mm -hmm. You know, it is time constrained. It is purposeful. Mm -hmm. It is, it is what work is, you know, but it's the best work. It's, it's, the work that you can pour your life into and feel good about it, you know?
1: Yeah, because once the kingdom is fully here, there won't be the need to share mm-hmm. about Jesus with others. Because the
2: fullness of time will have really come. Yeah, yeah. because it'll be very 100%. All right, so let's go ahead and you guys go back to verse Read 12. at 13. Yeah, let's read yeah. at 13. All right, so here we go. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, and I washed and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was division among them. So they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? He said, he is a prophet. Okay, do we know, I don't think that first section, did it say it was the Sabbath
0: in one through 12? I don't think it does. I don't think it mentions it there. I think it waits. Like we aren't told at the beginning of the story. It was a Sabbath, like, It's at the end, which, you know, it may not have gotten a spot in the Bible if it weren't the Sabbath, but it's still interesting to me that it isn't mentioned until that part of John writing it down.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, because Sabbath has, I have preconceived notions about things that would go down on a Sabbath, you know, Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. other readings and ideas and, and things about what you know about Jewish law and the Sabbath and how yeah. how restrictive those rules can be, right? What work yeah. was allowed on a Sabbath? What did I hear? Something but I couldn't even pull a hair out or something? It Anything very that would messy. constitute work.
0: Yeah. Now, Jesus okay. is the Lord of the Sabbath. He said that before. Sabbath was made for man, not man for Sabbath. I don't know. I, I feel like when you read this and other stories, when Jesus killed someone on the Sabbath, that it seems like his main point is, is that it's right to care for others, even if it is, even if it happens on a day of rest, you know, mm-hmm. and just, just that it's right to care for others um, when we think we can't be bothered.
2: Well, what's the greatest of these commandments? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as well, yourself. I mean, yep, I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus puts it out right there.
0: Yeah, it does. And it's so interesting to me that the Pharisees, it's like, they say in verse 16, or some of them say, this man's not from God. He doesn't keep the Sabbath, you know? Yeah. Like, them, that and they, is they call him a sinner like one yes one means yeah. the other if you aren't in the sabbath then like you must not be from god like that's a really
1: and i thick. think you know they're they're calling him a sinner because they're trying to prove that he's not the messiah you know so yes. he, he can't be the messiah he because the he's a sinner because it's yeah. a sin to do work on the sabbath verse 22 which we haven't gotten to yet, it says the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. And so there was already, you know, happening at that time, you know, people were trying to decide, is this the Messiah? Is this the one that we've been waiting for for thousands of years? You know,
2: this makes this even more stressful, I think, for everyone involved, because You know, yes, we we find that in verse 22, but when you think about it, everybody everybody who knew this went down and knew that Jesus was involved, knew those parameters. Like yeah. the Jewish people knew that if it was proven that Jesus was somehow involved in this miracle which as I was preparing for this, one of the sermons I listened to was talking about how miraculous healings of this sort are not found in the Old Testament. They're found in the New Testament. They're not found in the Old Testament. Now there's three resurrections, I think they said in the Old Testament, but maybe four, but none of this creation power, healing Mm -hmm. sort of take all of the sickness away. These these things that Jesus is known for. So when this, this poor guy, the blind man who's been rejected his whole life, his whole life, Finally has this great, good thing happened to him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's sullied by these, this, this political stuff that is surrounding Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been rejected from the temple. I heard too, in my study that because of his blindness and because of that feeling of, all right, well, if, if you have this terrible sickness, illness, malady, it's, it's related to your sin. Which, when you were talking about that in that in the last section, yeah, I was I thinking about, well, all of our maladies are related to our sin. It's from the fall. Like when we mm-hmm. if if Adam had not sinned in that fall, you yeah. know, we would that was these things are not what God intended. So yes, yeah. in that overarching way, I do think it is related to sin.
0: That but is true. Jesus clearly yeah.
2: says that this man's particular malady, this man, Mm -hmm. it is not because he sinned or his parents sinned, yet he's been rejected. He can't go into the synagogue. I was, I was hearing and reading. I mean, for a a Jewish man, the synagogue is, is the biggest deal there is. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's central to your life. And then they're here badgering the witness. You know, yeah. I, I, feel so, t- I feel so bad <laughs> mm-hmm. for this poor guy they yeah. leave
0: alone. I know. Yeah. Well, like, and, that, that, and I don't think I understood until maybe we had met last time that the put out of the synagogue meant excommunicated, like you weren't allowed back in, you know, and that, and yeah. what you were saying, like, that would have been a really big deal. Cause that would have been central to their life.
2: Mm, yes. Uh, and there were different degrees of excommunication though too. Like yeah. you could
0: be yes. shunned yes.
2: for like a week or 30 right. days or or right. this indefinite no way are right. you coming back You're not coming excommunication. Back. Yeah. yeah. And no, it totally reminded me about um like an Amish shunning almost. Yeah. In Amish communities yeah. where they where someone yeah. is shunned and and they literally don't talk to them. They don't, you know, their their life, their life is cut off it's yeah Yeah. terrible i'm so these are fearful situations we're looking at here for this these people Mm, this man
0: his parents yeah so more uh like question observation thing that i that i read when i was studying about really verse 16 i think i had always assumed oh like all the pharisees felt this way But if you look, it says in verse 16, some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God. He does not keep the Sabbath. But others ask, how can, how can a sinner do such miraculous signs? And I read, so I went back and looked because I wasn't sure, but it could be that there was like, you know, a faction, even within the Pharisees, like people like Nicodemus or Joseph of Arimathea, like they were actually speaking in favor of what Jesus did. Like, well, how could a sinner do such miraculous signs? Because if you look at John chapter three, verse two, it sounds a lot like what Nicodemus said when he was talking to Jesus. Says Rabbi, we know you're a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform the miraculous signs you were doing if God were not with him. Like, yeah. do you hear how similar that is? Mm-hmm. To that second part of verse sixteen, I had never yeah. noticed that before. But when I was studying, I that just really jumped out at me, and uh, I just thought, oh man, that's kind of cool. Yeah, the study Bible uses
2: the words entrenched to describe oh. the position of people. You know, it's. Again, I think we've had this discussion in a different episode that how many of us, even when we are wrong, dig in, you know, Mm -hmm. we are, we, we have decided this is the way it is. We do not rethink that position, you know, and how much of coming to belief is a change in your thinking. In fact, it has to be a change in your head and your, and your heart before it becomes the way you do things physically and interacting with others. You know, it's, it's kind of like repent, you know, repent Mm. is, is to turn back and you have to turn those thoughts out and dig them out of the trench,
1: Mm. you know? Yeah. So this last line and verse 17, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? He said he is a prophet.
0: Yeah. The first he's like, I don't know, man, they call Jesus. And then, and then, you know, I mean, by saying someone is a prophet that was saying something because They were, you know, I feel like understood to be agents from God. So just admitting that was probably, Mm -hmm. you know, that was probably more of a step of faith than what he said before. So yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the conversation, like then he, you know, says Lord and um, son of man. Okay.
2: So I've always wondered if he's not in shock at first. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's gotta be, how is he? Yeah, sure. You know, Sure. all right. So his eyes start working and they've never worked before. So my baby brother is hearing impaired. He was profoundly deaf from birth and wore hearing aids until he was into, maybe he was over 20 because he was born 1982. So technology that we have today to help a hearing impaired person is way different. So mm-hmm. he, he got a cochlear implant when he was around 20 years old. I was living in Columbia at the time and he stayed with me at after a surgery for a period of time. So he'd be closer yeah. to his doctor's office. It was the most amazing thing to go places with him mm. after he got the cochlear That's
0: because cool.
2: he would hear things he'd never heard before. I mean, everyday mm. things like a, a can sliding on a shelf. Like, what is that? Oh, it's a can sliding on the shelf. And then we would be with the family and he would say, well, what is that? And it was a baby crying, you know, and he'd mm. never
1: heard wow. any of these things.
2: So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this man who just got his sight, who has been, he's he's being just hammered with questions and his brain and all of him is, is understanding. Uncensored,
0: probably. Yes. But you
2: see the progression of his understanding of what has happened from he is Jesus, here he is a prophet. And then when Jesus comes and finds him again, coming up at the end, which is such such a great thing. how, how he, it all like crystallizes and solidifies. And, you know, this is a beautiful moment in this man's life that has been saved for us.
0: And it's amazing too, that his transformation basically happens during, I I guess you could say a series, like one incident or a series of incidents, you know, like close together, like it happens in one day. I think it's safe to say that. You know right. mm-hmm. and you know so like so many of us when we come to salvation it takes lots uh, lots and lots of little steps which is fine but yeah. it's just interesting that like whoa it was kind of fast tracked fast tracked I like that <laughs> I want to be fast tracked
1: I think we're ready to read at verse 18 to
0: yes to Whatever 23 23 okay The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So they're just
1: being careful. I think, you know, not just the yeah. parents are being careful. Because they by, know what could happen.
0: They know but what could happen. the
1: man is being careful too. They're in a little conundrum trying to, you know, make sure they, yeah. they don't get kicked out of the synagogue. And they want to try to evaluate, like, let's evaluate what's really happened. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and everybody there is trying to figure it out it refers to it uses the phrase the jews in this section it doesn't say pharisees yeah but it's safe to assume that that's who they're talking about yeah
2: they frequently mean the pharisees and not the Mm -hmm. jewish people in general now there are times when they're they're referring to a crowd of sorts Mm -hmm. but the text Mm -hmm. will usually delineate between that Mm -hmm. and I think what John is just really trying to do here is establish a pattern of behavior between Jesus and the Jewish leaders, because he is blowing up their paradigm. Mm -hmm. I mean, their whole world is crashing down. It's, it's changing. Now for the blind man, of course, that's, that's wonderful for the, for the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. This is a threat to their livelihood, even, you know, and in verse 18, when it says the Jews still did not believe that he had been blind and received his sight until they sent for the man's parents so like i guess they're thinking it's a hoax that yeah. the man was never blind that he's been pulling their leg mm-hmm. for you know, yeah. however many years and we don't know how old he is yeah. you know i can't yeah. imagine
0: he's crazy yeah. old. well I, I mean people definitely did not live as long then so the fact that his parents right. were both around, like shows that you're probably right. Like, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, maybe in his 20s. No, it also seems like it's pretty intentional that this whole chapter, basically, it's kind of looking at like the responses of four different groups. There's the neighbors, I like to refer to it as the they, because they refer to them as they a lot in the rest mm-hmm. of the chapter. And then the religious leaders or the Pharisees, and then... His parents. Okay. The, the man, 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 the
1: neighbor, the neighbors,
0: the Pharisees, the religious and
1: leaders, parents. Okay. He's I mean, a group I of
0: one, but he's a group. I agree. Yes. He's because... a group of one, but he's, yeah. <laughs> so, so just kind of the different responses of all four different groups. I don't know. So maybe it's not, maybe it wasn't meant to be intentional, but it just seems that way mm-hmm. when you're reading it. Well, you made it through, Jenny. Your voice made it. Yay.
2: Did it. And we recorded. Yes. I know we did. So let's go ahead and
1: pray.
0: All right. Jesus, thank you so much for loving us and for um, giving us eyes to see and um, just for your word and your spirit. Thank you for just that schedule line that we could have this conversation and um, let us see where you are at work. Amen. 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 Amen.